try it out that, you dirty old bitch. Welcome back, Internet. You are joining us again here down in Lower DeSalle, behind the bar, Lewis's Saloon and Drinkery, for another episode of Waiting for the Players, a Hunt Showdown podcast. Fellas. Smoke weed every day. Uh, I'm your host, John Cat, picking up swing shit back here behind the bar, trying to make a little extra money, pay for the blood bonds to finish up this event, and as usual, pulling up in his shiny, stretch, chromed out stagecoach. Um, the one man doesn't need an intro, but he's going to get one anyway. Oh yeah, it's happening. It's a great intro. I mean, only the best men get intros. Yeah. The only man to lose his virginity before his father, the five-star, all-star, Harrison. Harrison, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. How are you? Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad the I'm glad the band paid off this time. Yeah. Um, this is our Halloween special, so happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween to you too. Um before we get started with our first well here. No, our first uh yeah. Let me find our bumper, because our first one is usually just fucking around, so uh I'm your Huckleberry. Just my game. Yeah, so we'll just launch right into it with um, Halloween's around the corner. What have you been doing this Halloween season? Uh, I started playing Call to the Lamb. Yeah, how's your cult going? Uh, good. It's growing. It's growing. It's um, it's a lot of base building and a little bit of dungeon crawling, but that base building is it's heavy. Heavy as the it's head cr- that wears the crown. Yeah, it's crunchy too. Yeah. You got to worry about food, places to sleep. Yes, and they, they get very upset if you don't feed them and give them oh, a yeah. bed. And oh, yeah. Needy bitches don't want to sleep on the oh, ground. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to... I mean, yeah. I don't like sleeping on the ground either. Yeah, but you also aren't, you know, in a cult. I'm very susceptible to cult mentalities. Yes. Um... Have you picked up how to be a cult leader yet? No. Very upsetting to me. Uh, I keep putting stuff in my Netflix queue that I just don't watch. So I imagine uh, sometime soon it'll... Oh, have you watched it? Yes. Is it good? Yes. Well, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to write it down right now. It definitely gives you the play-by-play of if you want people to follow and listen to you, this is what you do. And this is how it worked in the past. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I always say, like, I make the joke, like, I'm susceptible to cult mentality. But I think that the main thing is that, like, I don't know if I'm susceptible to cult mentality or if I'm just, like, I really, like, I like direction in my life. Like, I don't okay. know if that's, if, like, because a cult leader is not just going to let you run buck wild. A cult leader is going to be like, look, we need betting made by Tuesday. I need you to be here every day between these hours. 
like when um like that movie the menu where the cult yeah. is on the island cooking mm-hmm. when they laid out their day and they're like no we wake up at five and we start prep cooking and then around eight we eat breakfast together and then at 12 i'm like this day sounds great yes like, it's just very planned out yeah. and structured yeah uh like i don't know if that's a part of myself i didn't know but like that's what i mean when i say like I'm not going to fall for dumb shit. Like if some guy was like, the end of the world's coming. You can live with us until you kill yourself with us. I'm going to tell him, take a fucking hike. But like, if I met up with a bunch of like-minded individuals and they're like, would you like to live with us? And like, we all take care of each other. And like X leads to Y and Y leads to Z. And I'm going to be like, I don't know. This sounds pretty fucking good. Uh huh. I mean, I guess, do you need me to sacrifice myself in any way or, Gotcha. No, I'll uh, I'll def and Cult of the Lamb. I really want to pick it up, but I feel like I I, th- I think I missed the window. Didn't they yank it off online stores? No, I just got it the other day on Steam. I might have to look into that. I think they said that they were like, yanking it off certain certain online shops. Cult of the Lambs on Steam. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's me buying in a more cult mentality. Uh, I have I haven't been doing much on my end. Um, fair enough for hunt. Uh, playing a lot of hunt and um, yeah. You know, just just L I V I N baby. Not doing a lot of anything. Yeah, yeah. Hunt's been uh, been interesting these last few weeks. Yeah. Since since the update. Yeah, since since the update, it's been something did you, else. Did you want to talk about the update? Um, we can save that. Players? Oh well, you know, since we finally got it, you know. Yeah, hold on, to... hold on. I got a bumper for that. Okay. All right, now we're in conspiracy corner. Okay. Um, um I'll let you start. I'm happy with it. But I'm not happy with all of my – like the bulk of my research into why it took so long for us to get the update bothered me. Uh, mm-hmm. We could probably go more into this on the next episode when we talk about our thoughts. We'll go into this on the next episode. But I will say that like we got it in an M, and I'm very happy and I've had a lot of fun with it. I'll say that at this time. Next episode, we'll go deep into our thoughts on – the weight and how everything's played out. But I will say, as of right now, I've had a good time with this event. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, there's a couple things that I, I think need a little more balancing. But overall, it, it's been a fun event. Um, I, I feel I moved through it a lot faster than normal because we'll of go, the boost we'll, and everything. We'll, but We'll go through that on the next episode. Yeah. So this episode, our Halloween episode, where where are you taking us? Uh, well, first off, we need to pop into good old segment number two. How are you not dead? I have no idea. And I've been putting a bunch of clips up on on the gram, so uh, I figure I'll just I'll quarterback this one, and you can jump in as we go. Okay. As 
we talk about our first our first clip that I've put up in recent times, and that is the uh, the grunt attacking that guy that you were one v oneing. Uh, it was it was a great moment. Uh, it was shocking to begin with because yes. we stumbled into the camp and immediately we I think we downed one. Dude number two kind of smokes me out. And then dude number three gets the drop on our third guy. I'm already spectating. So that leaves just you and this guy. And yeah. you're on the outside. You're playing grab ass. You're running in and out. Um, I can't remember what camp it was. Um, but I can't remember the name of it. Shit. It it's was the one adjacent adjacent to the to the rail. Adjacent to the railway. Yeah, it's the farmhouse. But you're up on the roof. You can hear him behind you banging on the metal. You have, in the video, you're rocking a martini. And you're rocking a Pax. And you can't hit this guy for shit. I... Yeah, I I really couldn't. I I couldn't hit him for shit. It was bad. You winged him once or twice. Yeah. I definitely put a bullet or two in him. Yeah. I didn't kill him, but I put some lead in him. Exactly. To which this guy chases you down. You're you're ripping shots out of your packs at him, trying to seal the deal. You can't. And right as he's about ready to coup de gras your ass, a lantern zombie just comes up behind him and clubs him and kills him. Yeah, it was it was great. I th- I was I was worried after that that uh, the zombie would get me too, and that that would just be the end of it. I mean, you and him are just staring at each other on the steps, just... And this zombie just comes up out of nowhere and just straight up just fucking... Just, just yeets his ass. Yeah. Um. I mean, how did that feel when, when even the game signifies that, like, this guy's a scrub? Like, like, did you feel good? Did you feel robbed? I... I felt very vindicated that yeah, the game knew that I needed to clutch it, and yeah. the game allowed me to clutch it. Yeah, the game knew exactly. Yeah, the game knew who was who was destined to come out on top that time. Yep. That right there is the reason why when we go into boss layers, I go around and I clear out the zombies. Oh yeah, because I don't want oh, dumb yeah. shit like that to happen. That's a pro tip right there. Yeah, you always trip hurt a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. You don't have to kill everything, but anything that'll charge you, you're gonna want to kill. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the clips up on Instagram. It was. It, we lost our collective shit. It was. It was a good time. It was. It was great. It was very uh, fortuitous for us. Yeah, that's a big word. Yeah. Well, the game wasn't going good for us otherwise. Mm-hmm. But that turned it around, and we were able to finish up. And uh, clutch it out. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the game going one way or another, we're not going to fuck around. We're going to go right into segment three. And our topic this week for our Halloween special. I've shared with you the video several times of uh, Witchfire. You've watched it, Harrison? Mm-hmm. Some of the gameplay? Yeah, it looks crazy. Interesting. 
it's in beta right now, I think. Early access beta. Okay. And it's basically a campaign set in the... Um, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be puritanical times because there's shotguns and shit. Nobody's running around with a musket. But basically a witch has taken over. You are a puritanical looking, like pilgrim looking hat with a buckle on it, dude. Mm-hmm. You get sent there from the Vatican to eliminate the witch. Mm-hmm. And basically they just, it's a roguelike first person shooter where they dump you on a map and you go, it's basically like you explore, shit gets difficult, you extract with your points, you upgrade, you go back, you push a little further in, you extract. But the reason I'm bringing this up is, for one, the game looks great. This isn't the first time or the last time you're going to be hearing us talk about Witchfire. Witchfire looks great. The guys have totally ripped uh, all of their shooting mechanics from Destiny, so it's tight. Yeah, the shooting yeah. mechanics were definitely the best part of Destiny. Well, that, and you could, to- like, at first I'm like, this has real hunt vibes. And then as I'm watching the video, it's got hunt vibes, but every time the guy goes to reload his revolver, he takes the whole cylinder off and puts a fresh one on. And I'm just like, that's very destiny. And then yeah. the guys, I read an interview and the guys were like, no, we're big destiny fans. I was like, no shit. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a lot of games that you would think are homages and taking stuff from one thing, but it's another. And then you yeah. realize it. You're like, Oh, that makes way more sense than what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, you just feel like a big, big dummy. Yeah. Um, but my cl- my connection to that is in Witchfire there are roaming bosses. You'll you'll stumble upon like a little fucking wave of dudes, which will a gent like as your wave progresses. Eventually, a boss will surface. You'll kill that boss. You'll get etc. You'll get points etc. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about Rachel? A how do we feel about Rachel? Like, as he stuck around, is he still like? Do we still like like having him on the map? And B, do we think this would be a way of fleshing out the map a little bit? Maybe giving us more like roaming bosses. Um. So I don't think Rotjaw is bad, but I feel a lot of people are either camping him out or completely ignoring him unless they need to. Yeah. I think what what I wanted in a roaming boss was a boss that went compound to compound and not one that just spawned in one spot in the wild. Yeah, but I guess it's good because it's like with with the bosses as it is, you know, immediately when you look at your map where it's split down the middle, like if you're on the small map and there's literally six, six clue spawns and you pop one clue, you can look at the remaining ones and you've got, you've got very good odds at picking where that boss is. Yeah. So for, for like this kind of roaming boss system of finding not a clue, but like some kind of signifier that points you in the direction of where he is. And it makes it a little, little bit more laborious to find him unless you stumble upon him. Yes. Like, I think they could do th- Like I was thinking the minute witch fire popped, I was like, why haven't we got a witch like D 
they could totally do a witch as a traveling whatever, like a Baba Yaga, Swamp Witch, something that would – same way. You'd find whatever, little pot of goo, whatever the fuck the things are that we find for Racho that are supposed to be signifying of a crocodile. You find whatever. You track it down. The witch is there. It's kind of you. You could take it like the way Rachel kind of plays a lot like the spider. You could do the same thing with the witch playing a lot like an assassin. And then you just ice the witch, take your token, and go. Yes, but I, I was hoping you know with the Roman boss, you know you're in the boss league. You just killed the boss, and then here comes super meathead to now now it's you're not trapped in the building while a team's surrounding you there's now a boss attacking them while you're in the building and you can jump out and now it kind of turns the turns it around that's what i was hoping for i could see that i'm, I'm not i'm not upset at what we got yeah but you know i was i was more interested in it by the sheer randomness that oh, yeah. would come from it. And there's not. But do we think they could... Um, do we think that they would put more roaming bosses in? Or do we think Rockjaw's a one-and-done and whatever else gets added will be put... Uh, you know, they'll get added as just a... You know, this is our... This is to go along with the core four that we have of Scrap Beak spider like do we think it'll just be another one to add to that or do we think bosses moving forward will be a lower tier um i could see them doing maybe one more roaming boss but i think everything else is going to be a permanent boss i don't think the roaming boss worked out as everyone wanted it to i think it could here we'll we'll shotgun this and we'll move right into um Final thoughts. I don't remember my final thoughts bumper, so we'll just use uh, final thoughts. Um, see, I think I think the roaming boss actually worked out better than I thought it was going to, because he's challenging enough to where I can't just sticky bomb him. Like if I stumble into the meathead lair, I could sticky bomb that motherfucker and then just sit there, like. He takes, he's easy, but he takes a minute to put down. He's in the open, so you can't just trap it up and stand there. Like, you kind of have to be on your toes. You only get one token. Like, I I, I think it's balanced fine. I would, I would just like to, I'd like to see a little bit more randomness. Well, no, because he does spawn in random places. I don't know. He does. I, I just I didn't like it the other night where he spawned in the reeds. Yeah, and you're just sitting there with no way. You're just hoping you don't. They don't see you before you see them. Yes, which it, it, it's a problem, but it also make it, it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like I played a solo game one time, and it was a real question of is this juice worth? Like I killed him, banished him. But I could see the Banish team moving my way, and it was a real question of, is this juice worth the squeeze? Do I get mm -hmm. this bounty and try and fight off a team of three, plus whoever the hell else is coming? Or 
do I just say, fuck it and dip with no bounty? I was a dickhead. I said, I need this bounty, and I ate lead for it. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe more time with it will just make us grow fonder of him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's one of those things where he's not bad. I just wish there were a few things different about him. Yeah. Not necessarily him, but where... Yeah. The spawn. The everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we've got about as much as we can out of this. Now we're just kind of going back and forth saying the same thing. I'm going to say thank you to our legendary hunters. Malcolm Anderson, Manor Von Velt, OG Gamer, Rat329, Mitchell Gertz, uh, our new fan, the Ponytail Palm, the Ponytail Palm, uh, dropped us a line, said Hunt's their favorite thing. They love that we're talking about it. They specifically said they like you, Harrison. Nice. Um, you got good taste. Yeah. Dick. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, this is our one, this is our Halloween special and one year anniversary. We dropped oh, the first episode back in October. Oh, shit. It's been a year. It's been a year. Huh. So, um, do you have any closing thoughts? Thanks for being with us for a year, everybody. Hope for many more. For as long as Hunt holds out. And and then we get turned into Waiting for Other Players, a tabletop RPG podcast. It could work. Um, uh, I don't think we... We don't play enough, and we don't play good enough. Yes, but I think everybody would appreciate the attempt. (laughs) And go, okay, Uh this is what you guys need to do. Maybe they'll just help us out more. Yeah. Oh, look, these little helmet children are trying so hard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... May Curdy's bees keep you company, and you're out there living a three-star life, but God damn it, I hope you have a six-star week. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Bye.